This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. And on his way, Traverius Ward out of bounds at the five-yard line. McCaffrey into the end zone. He goes for the touchdown. Purdy, great protection and wide open is Kittle. Roaming free. Diggs can't take him down. Nobody else can and it's a touchdown. 54 yards. Welcome on in, BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G with you on a Friday, a football Friday. What a ton to get to today. We'll get to every Week 15 NFL game. Our thoughts on Joe and Paul tell us where they're at the contest later. Pam Maldonado on bowl season, which starts today. We got big college hoops day tomorrow. We got a lot going on. World Cup on Sunday with the finale with France and Argentina. But we start, Joe, with Thursday Night Football, 21-13. The Niners win the game. The Niners win the West. The Niners cover the game. First half under uh, was the play. You hit it yesterday. I had first, I had full game under. They both hit. Really, yours with less of a sweat. Well, mine with a little bit of a sweat at the end, but not really. This was an under game pretty much the whole way. And the 49ers show with Brock Purdy have now won three straight games. Right, comes in relief two games ago against Miami, and then he beats the Bucks. And last night, Purdy, 17-26, 2-17, two touchdowns, no picks. The 49ers... They don't look like they've missed a beat the last three weeks. Yeah, they don't. Um, yeah, you didn't really have much of a sweat either. Even if uh, there's a touchdown at the very end, San Francisco got close, Like you're still good. I yeah. know Seattle would have been trying, but, yeah, there was no reason for that. Uh, it was a clear-cut under game for both sides. I uh, haven't missed a beat. How far are we willing to go on that? Are we willing to say, I mean, maybe you are, because I believe you had them in your top five the other day. I did not. Are you still willing to say that they're championship contenders, that they haven't missed a beat, that there wasn't a downgrade lateral movement? So I <clears throat> I would still put them as a championship contender. I'd be I'd be not, not shocked at this point. <laughs> I, I still think they are. I, I It would not surprise me if they're in the NFC championship game. Like, isn't that a contender? Okay. Yeah. Like, if, yeah. I mean, can they actually raise the Lombardi with Brock Purdy? I'm not willing to go there yet. But I, <laughs> I thought, I thought when the injury happened, first round knockout, right? Second round is the ceiling. I, I, I think they could be in a title game. This defense is ridiculous, and and it's Kyle Shanahan, isn't it? We've seen this in how many years now? How many quarterbacks? Over and over, and, and there's been some guys more talented than others, but he just sets these guys up for success. If this defense plays well and Purdy doesn't turn it over, they're going to score points. They're going to they're going to score enough points to, to win a lot of games. Here's a problem from my perspective, and, and I I'm glad I went in on the total. I backed away off of uh, the Seattle. It felt like everybody in the sports betting world was on Seattle yesterday, and uh, that was not even close 
that one fan to touchdown at the end maybe made it seem a little closer with the final score, but it wasn't close at all. I mean, that, that thing was never in doubt. Um, one of my questions is, I want to see Purdy do it on the road because he's going to have to. He's going to have to. Um, I'm not going to have that answer by the time the playoffs start. And that was part of yesterday. Now, while I said that I want to see him do it at the 12th man, and he did, okay, mission accomplished, do I buy all the way in? Not quite sure. Uh, it was against a very poor defense that we've learned from the. They had a, there was a strong stretch for the Seahawks, and then they reverted back to what we were seeing in the beginning of the year. Uh, they've lost now four of their last five games. They are not looking good. They're probably going to finish below 500 this season. So all that Seattle love, the idea that they were going to win the division, that's now squashed. NFC West winners last night, the Niners. The only other road game they have before we get to the playoffs is Vegas. Another very soft matchup. A defense that's worse than Seattle. So I'm not going to have that answer. I'll get a sample size of three more games, assuming health, but that's it. And yeah, I would be surprised if they're they're in the final four. I really so would be. You, but, yeah. you may not have the answer until January 29th in Philadelphia. I mean, think right. about it right now. So, so they're battling the Vikings for the two seed. If we say the Vikings get it, then the Niners would have to win one road game to get to the title game, right? Likely in Minnesota in the second round. That's not a big-time defense. Is that, is that the real test? Like, there, there's a real chance no. they won't be tested on the road with Brock Purdy until the NFC Championship game. Like, they're going to be the three seed at worst. It's two or okay. three now. We'll, we'll play this yeah. out the next three weeks. Two or three seed for them. So they're going to get one home game. And then maybe another. I mean, if they jump the Vikings for the two seed, they could be at home until the title game. Like they, they're in, they're in a good setup right now for for considering they're on their third string quarterback. They're in a nice setup. Uh, let let's. I, I think the bigger story, I guess, it's winning the West. That's supposed to be the big story, but that was not in doubt. San Francisco was going to win it. Was it going to be last night, or which which week was it going to be? Um, so since we're talking about, let's start with the San Francisco side and that defense. You've been on this for a number of weeks. Two weeks ago, Micah Parsons was minus a thousand, minus a thousand favorite to be the defensive player of the year. Mm -hmm. Bosa now leads the NFL with 15 and a half sacks. Three weeks left, he's got 15 and a half. This morning, Bosa and Parsons can find them as minus 110 co favorites for the defensive player of the year. It's only them. Because the drop down after that is Chris Jones at 40 to 1. So, Flip my thought this morning is there's some value on Parsons for the first time in months. Yeah. Like, you're not paying a price, or you're paying a very little price on Micah Parsons. And the other part about this is Joe Bosa's only has three games left. Parsons has four, right? Like, his game right. is done. We don't usually mm -hmm. see this with the awards, right? Like, we're taking an island game first in the week with with a, a candidate and he gets to shine and, and then the odds move before the other guy gets to play like if Parsons goes out there and has two sacks to Trevor Lawrence on Sunday isn't he the favorite again on Monday by a little bit you know it, it yes. the number moves back yeah. so I, I think the 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 play right now if you're going to play it is Parsons the play was on Bosa two weeks ago three weeks ago when it was still 10 to 1 or whatever mm -hmm. it was 8 to 1 so I mean, Par Bosa could win this. There's no question. He's a great player. But I, I think there's value on Parsons right now. Almost even money. I want. We talked about it the other day. I don't think the numbers change for Parsons' sack leader. It's 16-1 to 1 right now. I think that's been consistent. Mm -hmm. And he's four back. 
No, I'm sorry. Three and a half back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Three and a half back with one game in hand. Okay. So he could catch him. It's going to be tough. I was hoping mm-hmm. the number would be better than 16 to one. And we had implications on the comeback player of the year award. And that's been moving this morning. That, that was one of the first things I checked. What is the updated number? A couple of sports books have it. Some have not posted it yet. Earlier in the week, we talked about how Geno Smith, I mean, rather, Jared Goff was not on the list. Then he was on the list. Uh, that number's been chopped down. I see Geno Smith anywhere from the minus 165 favorite to the minus 450 favorite at some spots still. That's insanity, man. I can't believe this. Now, if you want to say, if you want to take it, his breakout season very later on in his career and say that's a comeback story, okay, I'll let you do that. But they've now lost four of five. He clearly played his best football months ago, right? They've lost uh, four or five. So they've got Kansas City and the New York Jets next. Are we going to talk about them losing six of seven and he's still going to win the comeback player of the year? We, we addressed in the offseason how this has become a quarterback award. What you hear a lot, oh, MVP quarterback award. Yeah, no crap. Welcome to the NFL. Where have you been the last few decades? But the comeback player of the year has also under the radar become a quarterback only award. It has. Christian McCaffrey is your second favorite. I don't know. Do we scratch him off? Another fantastic game for McCaffrey last night. He gets a touchdown, 138 total yards. People that held him, not that you'd get rid of him, but people that drafted him early in fantasy held on to him all year. That's paying off now in the fantasy playoffs. Like, they are sitting pretty. He has been carrying their team so far. So McCaffrey's the second favorite. Here's Goff, 40-1. to I think that was that Monday or Tuesday that he was posted everywhere. Uh, Tuesday, I think we brought it up. Yeah, Tuesday. Spots posted it either at 30 or 40. I see it now at <laughs> 4 to 1. <laughs> mm. This is like the Dan Campbell move. People can't get enough of the Lions. Dan Campbell goes from 200 to 1 to 10 to 1 in one week. And Jared Goff, in a matter of days with zero football being played, goes from 40 to 1 down to 4. So I, I think you hit something with the schedule for the Seahawks, right? There's, it's obvious that they're fading. And yes. there's a chance, Joe, I, I, I would say, what would you say their playoff chances are this morning? Less than 50-50? Oh, uh, yeah. Man. Yeah, we're saying About before that? the Lions game. Before, yeah. Watch the Commanders or Giants are going to lose. One of them's going to f- fall. So, right. I think. Okay. <laughs> so, I just, I, I just scrolled back. We, I, I don't think we've brought this up this year. Usually, we use this for MVP. We've had this discussion for Offensive Player of the Year. 
You know, yeah. all but one of the comeback player of the years since 2007, I just quickly scroll back, were, made the playoffs. They were on the winning teams that made the playoffs. End of season, big games, big story. And, you know, and they're not all Super Bowl teams, but they were, they were on 9-7, and 10-6, and 11-5 kind of teams that made the playoffs. When there were six teams. Fades, right. If this story yeah. fades and the last week of the season, the Seahawks game is, is basically irrelevant, I don't know if he's going to win. I think you're hitting it. He's not winning. Now, now the Goff one, that's kind of the other side of the, the realm, right? What if the Lions come in and steal this spot? There's your stats you about fit. Let me ask you about it. This is really interesting. This has become an award, at least that I'm seeing, that people care about. Because I'm getting arguments from people on Twitter. Like People have strong opinions that Jared Goff shouldn't qualify for the award because his stats are somewhat consistent, and I disagree with that. I think he has an opportunity with four games left to set career highs in every category and help lead the Lions to the playoffs. The Lions! Something people didn't think was possible. So I disagree with the, the premise that Goff can't win it. Um, we always talk about the New York bump. We've removed Saquon. Should we remove Saquon? Because they, ha- they are the seventh seed. They could beat Washington this weekend, move up to the six. Should we be removing Saquon? I mean, trend line of his play says to remove him, right? The New York yeah. factor, the playoff factor potentially says we should keep him in. Um, well, if we think it's going to go to a playoff play, it's a player in the playoffs. Saquon's not dead yet. I don't think the Giants are dead. Mm-hmm. They have the Colts at home, and they have the Eagles in the final week of the season where the Eagles may sit everyone. The Giants may have two wins by accident, so they, they could still make the playoffs. But not a quarterback. How does Saquon, how does Saquon pass McCaffrey? I think is my question. Because I think McCaffrey, because what, Keenan Allen was a, guy, was a non-quarterback that came back from an in- injury. CMC yeah. has been injured for a while. He's on a playoff team with a bunch of different quarterbacks. He's kind of their dynamic weapon. I think he's got enough of a – he's a na- enough of a name. He's been a fantasy star. I think he could be a non-quarterback outlier to a point, I guess. And I'm looking at mm-hmm. the schedule. Goff, Jets, Panthers. What happens in the next two weeks? So if you're saying they lose those games, those are tough defenses, and maybe he comes back down to earth. And then Geno – if he continue, what if they both miss? Which is kind of tough to do, I think, in this crowded picture. But is there? Are you guys writing off McCaffrey? I, I'm, I'm not. Of, I think he's the guy. Like I think Goff's gonna get have a terrible game this weekend, or at least a bad game, not play at the level he has been. And we just saw Geno. Right. I think there's a path for McCaffrey. Now I'm biased oh, I and agree. invested, but I think that's my horse in this race. Well, you can also make the case, and I'm sure someone will. So since Garoppolo's injury, if you include that game, he's averaging 97 rushing yards and 48 receiving yards. He's averaging basically 150 yards a game total since they went to their third-string quarterback. Like, he's going to get a lot of the credit for this, right? Like, the, all the quarterbacks went down, and here's and Debo went down, and here's McCaffrey to kind of save the day. Yeah, I mean, what's he, 2 plus 260 out there right now? So there's still so a plus good. 550 out there on him. Ooh. You know, I know the way it's trending, but when the voters sit down and, and break down all the numbers, because that's how they're going to do this, Saquon could very well have better numbers. Saquon right now has more touchdowns. He has more total yards by a, by a good gap. And part of it is because, you know, McCaffrey hasn't played every game. But I'm just saying, like, that's what they're going to do. So that's mm-hmm. how they win it. Giants make the playoffs. 
he returns a little bit to form, and then he's already over 1,000 rushing yards, Saquon is. Tough to obviously get inside these guys' brains. Would they look at a per-game, like per-game averages, you know, Saquon and then McCaffrey with the Maybe, Niners? maybe, but why should you get extra credit for missing games? You shouldn't. Came back, came back twice. Yeah. I know. Well, it's Double cut. Like a, it's every year. It's every year it's coming back. McCaffrey. Yeah, here, here's the bottom line of this discussion. The Geno train is going off the tracks. I he's mean, that team, yeah. Well, he's the favorite right now. And if we think, he, if we think he's trending the Ooh. wrong way, there's value, right? Find your guy. Is it McCaffrey? Is it Saquon? Is it Goff? There's value out there. Joe O, Joe G, it is BeckQL Daily. We'll start breaking them down. Every week 15 NFL game. We'll start with the home dogs next right here on the BeckQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.